0: Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG Athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess.
1: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another episode of What the Howl. This is episode Eight. Eight? 108. 108. I am Jared Boggess. I am joined by my co-host. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome.
0: And our esteemed producer. I'm your boy, PBG from the AOB, Jared. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm great. How's everybody? Good weekend. I, I, it's weird, very weird weekend, Matt, when we're so busy. I don't see you. Yeah. Productivity is
2: through the roof. Isn't that right, idea? She, she said, said,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jinx. Jinx, you owe me a Coke.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so pretty solid week to talk about today. Um, lot of wins across the board for the Wolves. Matt's making some... I thought you were raising your hand. He's just uh, trying to get the feeling back in his hand. Uh, it's asleep. Now he's trying to get a stand goal. Really not sure. Uh, but anyway, like I said, a lot of wins to talk about um, This on this episode of What the How, and we are also going to be joined later on by... Or, yes, we're going to be joined by... UWG's all-time leader in starts for soccer, Janasia Smith. She's going to sit down with us and talk her career, a little soccer action. Um, so looking forward to that coming up. But let's jump right into the recap, shall we? Let's do it. It sounds fun. We will start with football, who came out of the bye week, finally returned to action. Our eighth-ranked Wolves traveled over to Livingston and beat West Alabama 22-7 to Saturday afternoon in a blazing hot Livingston, Alabama.
2: Yeah, and that turf probably isn't even yeah. isn't much better.
1: They did update their turf. Ooh. Their turf was new.
0: Mm. That didn't matter at all because I thought the bottom of my shoes were melting as I was standing. It on was the sideline. it
1: was warm. Is that cheetah money? I don't know. They are renovating their press box. Uh. It might be cheetah money, I don't know. But at least you didn't call him Superman. <laughs> he ain't alive <allowed> no more. <laughs> he died a long time ago. <laughs> Round of applause for David Dean. He is now the all-time winningest head coach in school history. Win number 37 on Saturday over the Tigers uh, passes uh, Charlie Fisher, who he worked for back in the 90s. He was the running backs coach on Charlie Fisher's staff, um, and I asked him about that after the game, you know, to pass a guy that he worked for like that, and I think he, he got a little emotional. I'm not I'm – not 100% sure, but yeah. I think he did get a little emotional to that question. Um, but just a big congratulations to David Dean. Um, I liked Jason Carmichael's tweet about it, one of the classiest to ever do it, um, and, and picking up win number 37 in a big way to start. Gulf South Conference play 1-0, and a uh, good thing to see on Saturday in Livingston.
2: Absolutely. Hats off to, to David Dean. He's done it in a, in a myriad of ways, in a myriad of places, and uh, great, great guy. We're happy to have him as our coach. Absolutely.
1: Let's, let's talk the actual game itself now. Uh, the first half was pretty slow for both teams. We could not get anything going. Finally got a drive and got a touchdown out of Jackson Carson in the Wildcat formation or the Wild Wolf, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then West Alabama scored. We missed the PAT. And West Alabama scored, kicked the PAT. They went up seven to six. Which, based on my calculations, that's the first time we've trailed all season. I think so. Yeah, I don't think we ever trailed against Carson Newman, and we didn't let Morehouse score. So it's hard to trail when the other team has zero.
2: It's a good point. Well, um, hold
0: on. Before like this all was to open the game. Like we went down our opening drive, I'm pretty sure, and scored the touchdown. Right? Or did no, we punt we first? first? No, drive. we punted. first. I think
1: it was our lane. second drive of the game.
0: Yeah, it was very early in the first quarter. Anyway. Yeah, it was. But and then they scored right after. Correct. And then no one else scored the rest of the half. Correct. So it was very
1: – And they had a – on their touchdown drive, they slipped – the running back slipped the tackle and broke it for 39 yards. That was their biggest play of the game and set up the touchdown. And honestly, there should have been offensive pass interference on the touchdown they scored. I know there was a lot of chirping and talk from uh, some of the Tiger fans about how they felt like they got robbed. I'm just saying your only touchdown there should have been a yellow piece of laundry. That's I, all I'm saying.
0: Well I couldn't see because the red hat was in my way, but yes, I agree with you.
1: It, even the people I was working with in the press box that was West Owl staffers were like he pushed off,
2: but anyway. Um, well, but it, but it, on the on that long run as well, um, we missed a tackle at the at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it, I mean it, it, now. Kudos to the running back. He he shrugged. He shrugged the tackler off. But we had him at the line of scrimmage, and and you know that's the, that's just what happens in the game. You can tell your players to do better, and yeah. and you know I'm sure our coaches did. But uh, but we had that. We had him hemmed up at the line of scrimmage. We had the right play called. We just didn't execute completely.
1: Yeah. And number three for them was really the only running back that was able to, to get any positive yard. We did a great job keeping battle at you know oh, yeah. did nothing. I don't I don't I don't never looked at the box score to see what he had, but we hemmed him up. Pretty well the whole game.
2: Eight ball, as the uh, an, as the West Alabama announcers called him. Is that what they called him? They were calling him Eight Ball. Huh. Eight Ball. Didn't know that. Uh, late in the half, what I thought was the
1: play of the game. Jalen Jet Lee picked off a pass in the end zone. West Alabama was driving, um, and had they scored there, gone up fourteen to six. I don't know how the game would have turned out, but that was a huge play by him, um, and and it killed the momentum. Took the as David Dean said, took the wind out of their sails, and then we. Got the ball to start the half, and we scored. It was the first drive of the second half, correct?
0: No, nah, I think we punted once again because we talked about it in the yep,
1: car home. Yeah, we punted, and then we picked a pass off and scored. That's yep, what it was. that's what it was. The
2: car yep. home? What? What? Oh, the car on the way home. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. Right around Tuscaloosa somewhere.
2: Around Tuscaloosa.
1: Yeah. Um, we scored 10 points in the third. Got a five-yard touchdown run by Zion Custis. 34-yard field goal from Brock Pellegrino. Um we added this up, too. We gave up 50 yards of offense or something like that in the – or we gave it one first down. And, and 17 yards. 17. Our, our The 50 was – that's how many yards we had in the second quarter um, after we scored and like we talked about earlier. But we gave up 17 yards and one first down in the third quarter.
2: Wow. What is it? That's a lot. I mean, it's not a lot. Oh, you just don't have any I don't, words. I mean, yeah, it's just no words there. Yeah. There's not a lot of – that's not a lot of offense. That's, that's just smothering defense. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, um, and then we added the one final touchdown late in the fourth. Allen Johnson got a strip sack. Uh, we recovered at the six, and then Carson, the very next play, found the end zone for the second time. Uh, looking at some offensive numbers, Harrison Frost completed 19 of 40 passes for 202 yards. Tay Huff had the most catches with four for 31. Uh, but Zyrie Wilson had the uh, three catches led in receiving yards with 63, had the one. Big catch where it looked like it was going to be intercepted. The ball then flipped up off the guy's leg. He caught it for a big gain. Um, that was a huge play led to our uh, touchdown um, on the on the nine, or the second Carson, second touchdown, first one by Carson on that.
0: And that was on third down, I'm pretty yes, sure. Third it was. long. It was, yeah, yes, because
1: we yeah, ran yeah. The, the three straight yeah. deep balls, and yeah. that was the third of them on third down. Yeah,
2: right. Um, Two to yep. real call. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, but defensively, man, we are allowing four point six seven points per game, and if you're wondering, that is number one in the country in all of Division two, top scoring defense right here, Carrollton, Georgia. Uh, so great job by Nate Masters and that staff uh, putting the plans together three games into the season.
2: Yeah. We we are doing such a good job uh, defensively. It's it's really really you know I hate to say what I said earlier uh, about the um about you missed the tackle at the line, but it, it was the only thing. If if they don't if they don't bust that, they're less than two hundred fifty yards yep. a, again. So that that would be what three games with yep. less than two hundred fifty yards allowed. Correct.
1: Pretty pretty impressive stuff. Sixth in the country in yards per game allowed. Um, again, crazy good stats uh, from our defense. Shaheen O'Neill. Two sacks on the afternoon, had a good date up front for the Wolves. And then Robert Carter, uh, eight tackles, seven solo, had an interception in the game. Uh, so big afternoon all around for the Wolves. Get it, But most importantly, getting the big 1-0 start in Gulf South Conference play.
0: That's always huge because we asked Coach Dean about it too. And we he did. said it was a tough place to play in Livingston, especially opening the GSC. And you got to find a way to win.
2: It's always hostile. And he said they played good enough to win.
1: Yeah, two straight wins in Livingston for us. Throwing it all the way back to nineteen.
2: Yeah, it's it, it has always been a tough place to go play. Even even when they weren't very good. But yep. now now Bobby Wallace, Will Hall, now Brett Gilliland, they're they're doing really good things there in in Livingston with their football program. And and that is a tough place to go play. And uh, and to go in and and really shut them down the way we did. That's that's yeah. that's 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 big.
1: Yeah. So big week from football and another big week coming up. We'll talk about that later. Is Matt ready for my minutiae moment?
2: Oh
0: For yeah, football? I forgot about your You forgot moment. my minutia moment? I, I forgot. Minutia moment. Presented by PBG from the AOB. Presented right. by
1: PBG from the AOB. This is a uh do, it's, do, it's do, not do. necessarily positive, but it's it's good information.
0: Yeah. Matt, are you familiar with the term QBR? QBR? Yes. Quarterback rating? Sure. All right. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah. Good all right. Yeah. I thought you'd be more enthused about this, but anyway. <laughs> So
1: <laughs> he's probably like a lot of people he sees the q b r on every box score, but he has no idea Matt, what the formula is
0: Matt has told me he's not a fan of the the i don't know what they call them now war and yeah stuff like that analytics yeah. Yeah. yeah the extended extended stats yeah
2: extended stats are cool but um I, I mitch mitch used to say it's uh it's the way a, a drunk uses a lamppost for uh for to for support rather than illumination wow, well anyway. So, I didn't
1: know the formula for QBR. I, I knew like what it was, but I did, I could not have taken the numbers and calculated it myself. Well, I just looked
0: it up and I put I plugged the numbers in. I like math. <laughs> Harrison Frost in two thousand twenty two before the West Alabama game mm-hmm. had a quarterback rating of one hundred fifty point four. That's impressive. That's pretty good. That Very was top good. top twenty five in the country almost. Yep. twenty seven. Oh, okay. I think I think it was 29th. Anyway, that's pretty good. Top thirty yeah. quarterback in the country. Yeah. All right. So we go to Livingston and he.
1: He did not have a he good did not game. have
0: a good game. Let's call a spade a spade. Is that this year? Like this, this year? That's this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We went there. He had a quarterback rating of eighty eight point five. Yeah. Not very good, right. considering he was one fifty before the game.
2: And he started off pretty well too, because his, his rating on the box score was like one one thirty early in the game.
1: You were watching live step.
2: I was. Yeah. Look at that. I was watching all of it. Yeah. Look at there
1: you that. Go.
0: So that dropped his QBR. All the way down to one twenty three point nine, which is still good. Yeah. But it's not, above hundred. Not what we're normally seeing from Harrison because last year his QBR was one forty six. So Wow. So I mean he's pretty much a career one forty five QBR guy and had an a blip in his stats and now he's kind of struggling, but that's that's a good that's good minutiae. I like that.
1: And here's some more minutiae along those lines. Last West last year's West Alabama game, he did not have I mean he, I think he had like a one twenty something. No, it was one hundred. No, or, no, yeah, one. It was like one twenty something, yeah, something like that. It um, was QBR, but you know, still below his average. But go, I, I want to know what his QBR was last year at Mississippi College because he threw for like a million yards. Okay, I will have to cut. Um, so back to now, another Mississippi College team coming in this week. So I don't know. We uh, that'll see,
0: be right? on my task list for the next w- episode of What the. I can see
1: some correlation there. It, I will
0: yeah, calculate. That'd,
2: that'd be cool. That'd be cool to see. I, I like that. What? Um, so what leads the nation? Two o three, yeah, it's something ridiculous.
1: But if you look at the D one ratings, they're much
0: lower. It was ninety, yeah. like ninety led, the 90s. To, not led the
1: Division one.
2: Ninety led Division one. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, it was, well, good. it was really weird. How I love it. it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great minutia. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks.
1: All right, let's move on and talk volleyball. Who went two and one on the week? Defeated Clark Atlanta all the way back on Tuesday. Uh, swept them three to zero, and then in Gulf South Conference play on Friday, defeated Christian Brothers. That was a sweep, or was it three one? It was a sweep, wasn't it? it was, yeah, yeah it was I put it. Three, I put the yeah, score yeah. in wrong, but it was a sweep, 3-0, and then we lost to Union 3-1 on Saturday. Got a big week from Emily Grandma Harris. That's her nickname. I did not call her that. That's her nickname. Uh, we're just jumping on the train. Um, team high, 27 kills over the three matches, had a two fifty four hitting percentage, um, averaged over two kills per set. Um, Sinai Young continues to impress in the middle, in my opinion.
2: Absolutely, she hits the ball very well, and she's very intelligent with, with, with what she hits and where she hits it. Uh, but where she's really, really strong is in the blocking game. Oh, yeah, she oh. had 12 blocks on the week. Yeah, she is fantastic in the, uh, at the net, and uh, and when uh, and uh, she and Steffel are such a great one two punch w- right there. Golly, it, it, it's a lot of fun to watch us when we get rolling.
1: Yeah, like I said, 12 blocks over the week averaged 1.2 blocks per set. You've heard Matt say on here before, anything over one block per set is really good. And she was at 1.2 on the week. Also had 22 kills and hit 278. Again, that's pretty solid numbers. Yeah, that's
2: solid numbers. That, that That's very, very good. Um, And and uh, and look, she's got a bright future. Look forward to, to a lot more out of her. Because those blocks, you know, uh, we run out of shirts real quick.
1: Yeah, shout out to Osher Apparel for sponsoring yeah. the uh, the block T-shirts that we throw out. Every time there's a block, we howl a little howl louder. a little louder. That's right. Um Saturday we weren't there we were we weren't there Friday either because we had soccer going on again at the same time we'll talk about that later but uh, we weren't there Saturday with football but Senior Day Saturday had to be a special moment to honor uh, Emily Sydney and our own Caitlin Frazee who's one of our interns in the office uh, this semester uh, Matt how how was Senior Day it
2: was it was really good it, it was a a good moment for for uh, for those ladies. Um, Emily has been a well. They call her grandma for a reason because yeah. she's been here forever. Um, uh, and but she is. It, it's always emotional for me to read senior day scripts, um, uh, to write them and, and read them. I have to really, really like control my emotions because, you know, I've been around these. I've been around these girls for their entire career, and and you know, even even the ones that are not that don't have a a, a ton of stats. It's still really, really special, and it's always a special moment, um, and uh, a, a great moment with uh, with Jason Carmichael, our director of athletics, uh, with uh, UWG President Brendan Kelly. They were on the on the floor uh, with the seniors ahead of the game, and uh, and and just a really special moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to them. Uh, great careers, all three of them, uh, here in the red and blue for West Georgia, um, and a good week. Like we said, two to one Union. We talked about it last week. Always highly competitive matches against them. Uh Matt we talked about it on the phone a little bit. We led the, the second set or the third set? Third set. Third yeah, set. We, we had a they came to... out
2: and, they came out and beat us pretty good in the first set and Union did. Um and then second set we returned the favor. And uh and so, you know, you're feeling good, feeling like okay, we we got some momentum. So we get out and we're up 19, we we're tied 15 to 15. Uh uh Isabella Steffel goes on on uh on serve and uh she gets an ace. And then and then two two straight serves that where they just didn't control it very well and all of a sudden it was nineteen to fifteen, and uh, and you're like all right cool, and then it stayed that way up to twenty two to eighteen, and then Union went on a run, and uh, that's tough. And then they tied it at twenty two, uh, and then um, took the lead twenty three to twenty two, and then it was back and forth. And and at 24 they scored two two straight and and wow. took it, and that was really a backbreaking moment in that set. It, it, it was it was tough for for Kara, uh, tough for the for, tough of the program. But um, and but uh, the the third set was was really back and forth as well. But uh, but Union kind of got the better of us there. So uh, unfortunate result. But um, I really think that uh, the. The team wants to play them again because I think they they I think they feel like they've got something to give. Yeah, something to prove on that one. Yep. Yeah, I think so because I, I we 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 could we that was two pretty pretty good teams. Yeah. On the floor and uh and I th- I think that uh have some success against that team. Yeah,
1: and that wrapped up a pretty long homestand for us. Um, and we'll go on the road this week, but we'll talk about that in the preview. Let's move on. Let's talk soccer. One O oh, and one week. Bryant, but uh, pretty good weekend.
0: I wrote big-time dub of a weekend, if you ask me, right there on the script. You see it, Jared. I, I see it. It's and in all caps. And I agree you with you. You yelled me. it. I agree. I big-time dub of a weekend, if you ask me. But uh, fri- because Friday we welcomed in nationally ranked 13th in the country, Lee, yeah. to our home field, and in case you didn't know, we haven't been very good against Lee in our program's history. We were 0-12 in program history. Yep. Not anymore, because we got our first positive result against Lee in program history. We tied 2-2. That's a big still point. Big point. Yeah. Big point in the GSC. We're now fifth. I checked. We're now fifth in the GSC. I don't, don't think we host yet. No, we wouldn't fifth. host if we... Fi- got but fifth, we're close. But yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Let's break down the game. Hillary or Cindy, 17th career goal. Now sole fourth in the record book all the time. So, um, I think if she scores a couple more, she'll be like second, but I don't, she'd have to score at, what, 10 more to tie yeah, for first? she'd have to
1: get 10 more to get to, to uh, Sarah Solberg's Sarah, 27, but, which she scored in a year, uh, yeah. mind you, but still. But yeah, still, 17, she, she has a chance to become just the third, I believe, to score 20 career goals. Yes. Very high possibility of that.
0: And then, Katherine Reeves picked up the assist on that one, right? Uh, I think you're right. I don't. I didn't write it, but I think she picked up an assist either she either picked up an assist on that goal or one I know she picked up one against shorter so I might She only had one, one on the weekend. Okay, so then it was so one it was against shorter. shorter yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Um she also picked up an assist on the second goal of the night. I'm talking about Hillary. Yes. She picked up the assist on the second goal of the night for us. Um and it was scored by the PK Queen. But it was not, not a PK. Not a PK. It was, it from, was way It out was the way bottom. out of yeah. the box. I I was impressed. Yeah. Um Janasia Smith, who broke the all-time starts record, we said that already on the pod. But yep. congratulations to her again.
1: Um, a lot of records broken this weekend. How about it? Yeah, that was start number seventy-one for Genesia. Um and I thought it was a really cool moment pre-game. It was supposed to be during the lineups, but we had to kind of alter how we did it because we had a referee delay. Um, but Alex Uden Stewart who held the record for almost 20 years, was on the inaugural team here in 2004 when we began the program. She started 70 games in her career, and she was there on hand to present Genesia with a plaque um, from one record holder to the new record holder for 71 uh, career starts, which I thought was just really cool to have her on hand to present that award.
0: Add that to the things you love to see list.
1: Yep, and then Genesia, that 82nd-minute equalizer, was uh, just an incredible goal, huge moment for the program. Big time.
2: So uh, I want to push back on one thing uh, that you said, and that is that we, that we haven't played great against them. I would disagree with it. I, w- I would agree as well. I, I w- we haven't we, we haven't gotten good results. We, we haven't gotten good results. But it, but I just went back and looked. We've had one since 2017. We've had if you want a minutia moment, um, well, we've had it. one result since 2017 that was that was more than one goal. Three it was in Three zero the yeah. the championship yeah. match yeah. last year. Yep. Three and and everything else has been either one, one zero, nothing or two to two one. to one. Yeah, they're
1: yeah. all one goal differences. Yeah. Yeah. So two of those are in Gulf South Conference tournaments too. Because right. I was there watching those. Exactly. And if I remember right. Both of the goals we surrendered were extremely
2: late in those. Yep. I would say we have not had the yeah, like you said, we've not had the results that we would want out of it.
1: But I would also argue that on Friday we played not only did we score the two goals, but even had we not scored the two goals, we had legit chances. Way more legit chances than we've ever had against Lee because Lee's defense is always really good. The keeper they had last year started for the Northern Ireland team in the Euros. Right. So um we we the first half was all us. I think they had one shot on goal in the first half, and we had like five. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, I agree with you. We haven't we haven't had the results. We have played well, but this to me, I thought, and I told I told BG this, like midway through the second quarter when or the second half that win, lose or draw, this is the best game I've seen us play ever.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I would I would I would agree just based on what I what I'm hearing about about yeah. this game, especially. All the chances that we had and things like that 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 hasn't happened against Lee. Yep, so absolutely. So yeah, I, I definitely I definitely agree. I just I, I was like I don't know if it's we've been. Yeah,
0: playing. he, he I, poor choice of words. By poor choice poor of choice. words. But here's more minutia for you. I can go Love back it. even further. In 2013 was the first time we played Lee. Yeah, and that was the start of the 12 straight losses. Yeah, nine of the 12 have been by one point. Right, nine of the twelve. Yeah, so that's more minutiae for
2: you. No, that's 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 fantastic, Look at it's, that. it It's it's just one of those things of this is a team that is it, you know th- these are now this it's it's not a win, it's a tie, but but it's very much a a positive result for us because it's a, it's movement forward, and um and it I put it alongside with with West Florida last year. You know, closing the gap. Yeah, we're we are definitely closing the gap, and that's and that's Stacy at the at the helm. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and really, really, a, a, a one of the a, that's one of the best hires we've had in 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 a while.
1: Yep. And you talk about Stacy Balaam and and the results yesterday or S- Sunday after we played shorter on the field, um, she was visibly upset because we had conceded a goal. Yes, we won. We conceded the goal. They are perfectionists. Her and coach Ben Shedgy and along with graduate assistant Noah Shope are perfectionists. They, they want to perfect the game in every aspect. She was upset that we conceded the goal. She was upset that we drew against Lee because we had the 1-0 lead and gave up the lead and had to fight back to save the game. And and I told her, I said, I love that mentality. But on Friday at 4 o'clock before we kicked off, if I told you we would get four points out of the weekend, would you be pleased? And she said, Yes. So I love the, the attitude of the perfectionist and trying to win every game and be perfect in every aspect. But four points against Lee and Shorter was an incredibly good weekend for us.
2: No doubt. And, and, and that, that speaks to the culture shift that she has created here. There's been a, there's been a culture shift within that program. And, and the, there is an expectation of perfection and excellence. That, that It's not that, there, that it wasn't there before. It's just it, it, her method of doing it has worked and 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 that is a that is a fantastic thing so and then like
1: we t- we just talked about it sunday 4 to 1 uh, against shorter big win to get the three points on sunday
0: and big story of the game how about Kenna k freshman finally gets in the scoring column she scored her first career goal in the 39th minute that's right 39th minute and then she goes hey i like scoring goals so much let me just score another one in the 83rd minute that was pretty fun jared
1: it was fun good to see uh, that's our only multi goal game of the year for any player um
2: what a freshman K, huh? Freshman, yeah.
1: Yep. Cassidy Thomas
0: scored in the in the second minute, and me and you both thought that thought it, it wasn't a goal.
1: I thought it was wide. I thought it was like outside. I it, I saw it hit the net, but the angle I was at, it looked like it like was was rolling on the net outside of the net, like yeah. on the on the post.
0: And yeah. it was, it was on a corner kick. This is a Catherine. Catherine c- cornered it in. Yes. And it kind it looked like it just rolled off of her back. And, and then, then rolled right into the left corner of the net.
1: I believe it was uh, Slifka was at the near post, and she went to head it, and it went over her and off of what looked to be like her hip back yeah. area of, of cast and into the goal. And, like, I, I did not think it went in. And it wasn't until I, saw, and I heard the, the guy doing play-by-play saying, that's a West Georgia Wolves goal. And I said, oh, I thought it was wide. And it wasn't until I saw the players celebrating, and I was like, oh, that was a goal. Um, and I had to go back to make sure we had the – the scorer right um, and it was Cass um, but yeah that was a really weird goal
0: yeah and then we talked about Kenneth Kay she scored the second goal tonight, the night so that made, made it 2-0 going into half come out of the half and then Abby McGlamry defender goal is that legal it's legal legal as a five cent piece of pizza I don't know what's legal these days we have gone just, off, just as gone legal as me and you and Matt sitting here doing this podcast that's how much legal it is we'll, yeah. go, we'll go Dave Haas
2: and say legal seafood <laughs> he loves legal seafood
0: shout out yeah. dave haas because he
1: was in boston he
0: was in That's boston where legal he, seafood
2: is i
1: didn't know that yeah i'm learning all kind of things today
0: let me roll you back in so we're now fifth in the gsc i said that and then and we still have to play mississippi college and montevallo who remain ahead of us in the standings yeah so my goodness look who just walked
1: in no one no can see one can it. see but it's captain daryl <laughs> All right, let's move along. Let's talk cross country who hosted the uh, annual home event, the third annual Gary Wilson Invitational. We'll start with the men who won the event as a team led by Trenton Jackson, who finished, we finished three, four, and five individually, which uh, we love going in order. That's awesome.
2: Yep. And and if Trenton can keep, uh, uh, Ryan Bailey said after the after the race that if Trenton can keep running like that, uh, we'll be in good shape. Um, fifth was Tim Feaser, and Tim is our best runner. Tim is still recovering from, I guess you could probably call it sciatica. He he had he had some nerve issues in his leg the week before. He he was telling me about it after the game, and or after the after the game after the meet, and uh, and. Um, but he so he he felt better today but he's still not 100%. He said he was about 85%. So he finished 5th at 85%. So I like that. Um, good good run from from Trenton Jackson and uh, and Derek Gallardo. So Yeah,
1: Derek finished 4th. That was the trio 3rd, uh, 4th and 5th. Trenton, Derek and Tim in 5th. Um, but we also had a 10th place finisher. Uh, remember we talk about Bruno on this show? He was 10th. Uh, Mahari Vanderriet in 13th. Uh, Slade Smith in fourteenth and Anthony Garcia in fifteenth. Um, that's that's pretty good to put what what is that? Uh, seven in the top fifteen.
2: Absolutely, seven in the top fifteen. That's a that's a great move forward and uh and a a good result on a on a course that is always difficult but um a little bit easier to, this year than it has been in past years. That that course is really really tough. There's a lot of hills, and I think Tim said Tim was telling me it was so good that we only had to take those big hills three times and not five. Because, uh, because of the
1: way they rerouted yeah, it
2: the way they rerouted it moved
1: the start and finish line
2: yeah they they didn't have to they didn't have to go up the the biggest hill uh 5 times which is quite a challenge i'm sure they liked that yes they did i would have
1: but thank the good lord above i did not have to run that that course <laughs>
2: that just
0: made me think of i listened to old episodes a lot and you said something about somebody could outrun
1: you if you were driving in your truck i did say that one time <laughs> that, that checks out Uh, and it's still true. It's definitely still true. All of those guys, including, um, yeah, every single one of them could have beat me. If I would have driven my truck on that course, they would have beat me. Um, let's move on to the women who finished third in the same race for the second straight week. It was Adela Belolova Va leading the way for the wolves, finishing 12th individually time of 2018.2. Coley Branham continues to recover from the injury. Uh, she finished 16th and then we had a 20, 20th place finish. From Stel- Stephanie Beltran, Beltran, and then two more in the top twenty-five with Joycelyn Tafria in twenty-first and Catherine Greer in twenty-fourth.
2: Yeah, good, good run out of the ladies. Um, that that was a uh, there. That was a tough uh, tough road to hoe there with North Georgia in the in the mix. North Georgia and Dalton both very very good programs, uh, and I think North Georgia had nine of the top ten. And oh uh, no. 8 of the top 10 and the other two were Dalton State.
1: Well, Dalton State has to have a good cross country team because they're the Road
2: Runners. Yes, the Road Runners. If
1: you're the Road yeah, Runners and you not <laughs> and you're not having a good cross country team, what
2: are you doing? Yeah, oh no, for sure, for sure. So Mimi
1: yeah, yeah, anytime we can Meep. say the word roadrunner in our cup podcast, Meep. That Mimi, that's just a, it's a win for everyone. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about men's golf. Finished 19th place at the UNG Fall Invitational. Um, another struggle uh, for the men's golf team, but did get some good play from a couple of guys. Oliver person Tuminen finished 29th rounds of 73 and 69 on day one. Was in the top 10 after that and then shot a final round 78 and finished 29th also got an under par round from dylan hopper on the final round though finishing with a 71 so throwing some good scores out there but can't get everybody clicking at the right time and can't stay consistent right now so that's where our issue is um but hopefully we can see some improvement this week because they are playing again uh and we'll talk about that
2: in the preview if i remember correct toyman and uh that that's something that has been kind of uh Something that he and uh, Coach Sellers have been trying to work through. I think you're right. It, it, that he's he'll have two good rounds and then one that that he that you would not really want to have on your uh, on your scorecard.
1: Yeah, I mean, PBG over here. If he fires a 78, he's gonna come chest stuck out. He's like, I'm turning pro tomorrow. But yeah. you couldn't tell me anything. It's not I gonna
2: sell. It's not gonna sell any golf clubs. Though.
1: No, no. But a 78 in a collegiate tournament, it's just not gonna do it. Um, so yeah, I know he's uh, he was upset about that final round seventy eight, um, but good good ra- good tournament and an improvement from him uh, in the second one.
2: Absolutely, and, but and in the women they 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 go to Savannah Lakes.
1: They went to Monticello uh, South. No, McCormick. That's what it is. It's Monticello Village, I think, is the course. Um, but it's McCormick, South Carolina, Savannah Lakes Invitational. Finished fifth as a team. Got some great play from Ansley Cowart. Shot a 71 and 77 to win GSC Golfer of the Week, which is kind of weird. Kind of had me a little fired up last week. Uh, Catherine Dinsmore shot the exact same score, but we can only nominate one player. Uh, So we had to nominate Ansley, who had more birdies. Uh, And then when she ended up winning, I didn't think she would have a chance to win at 12th. I thought somebody might have finished above her, um, and and, and she would have got it. But then when Ansley won it, I tried to get him to be named Cope, but they weren't having it, so but I tried.
2: Well, m- but you got to look at those scores and, and say, who else was at that tournament? That had to have been a very difficult, uh, a Correct. Very, t- very tough field to be in but Correct. With, with scores like that showing up. But, um, but I guess we'll savor the flavor of a fifth-place finish at McCormick.
1: <laughs> wow, I love that one. Uh, if I remember where the bottom – I think it's eight. <laughs> no, it <laughs> it's not It's A. There we go. <laughs> oh, sad trombone, ruined it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Maddie Schultz, 19th place finish, Madison Chapel, 44th place finish, and Erica Couch in 62nd. Um, back to Maddie Schultz, though, she actually led the field with eight birdies. Um, so a uh, positive note there for Maddie as she continues. She's recovering from an injury. She had wrist surgery over the summer. So hopefully we can see her scores go down as she gets more and more comfortable with that uh repaired wrist
2: with with birdies like that that means that she's right there at it so that that'll be that'll be good we get three like that yeah that's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough for the conference uh coming up in the spring
1: i'm not gonna lie when you said with birdies like that i thought we were going with another punny joke <laughs> uh but, but it turned out to no be i was, serious, being, so, I was yeah. uh,
2: there was a, yeah all right so
1: it is now time for our someone to howl about we name our own players of the week pbg what's the order? Well, I've got a table tent right here. Is this what
0: it's called? This that is a is table, a table tent. tent. Okay, I yeah. thought it was right. i got a table tent right here in front of me, and I have all three of our names in this table tent, and so I'm going I'm to give it a little. You look point. like a magician. I'm <laughs> going to pull out a name, and that guy's going first, and they're all the same size, so I have no idea who this is. Mathis. Oh.
1: He is Matt today.
0: He's wearing his
2: glasses. Matt, you're first. All right. One of them so. fell
1: out of the backside, by the way. Well, that's who's going second.
0: Okay. That's who's second. All right, go well, ahead. Who is it? Go no, ahead, Matt. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so, um, so my, uh, my someone to howl about this week is, uh, is going to be, uh, from the cross country world. Okay, and I'm, I'm gonna go with, uh, with Mr. Trenton Jackson. It's a good one. He, he's been somebody who has kind of not been at the forefront of what, of what we, of what we've done the last couple of years. Um, but he, but he's, re- he really, really ran well the other day, and, uh, and, um, and he had a, he had a good statement, uh. On Instagram as well uh, about about the win and, and and everything like that. So really really proud of him and and the effort that he's putting out and uh, excited about what what he has to come.
1: Nice Trenton Jackson from Matt on that one. Who's second? PBG. PBG. All right, I'm last again. Let's That's go. two out of three That's times. That's a dub. Two out of three. Now that uh, we let PBG pick our order, I've been last.
0: That so. is a dub. I don't that know if it goes last. I don't know if it's random or not. Um, it is random. You okay. just saw me pick the names. You're right. Um, I'm gonna go from the pitch, okay. And I'm gonna go Kenna Kenneke. Kenneth K. Because anytime you score your first career goal, you deserve to be shouted out. I actually have two, but we're gonna go Kenna Kay was the first one. You um, don't get two. I do get two because I run this show. And then, but <laughs> I'm but, I mean, adding a second too. Okay, but everybody gets two today. Everybody yeah. gets two today. <laughs> but me and you were talking to Stacy, or I was talking to Stacy, and she said that she was gonna give some players who don't really don't get a lot of playing time a chance against Shorter because that league game was physical.
1: Yeah, well, I, I want to say, I don't know this officially, but I, I am willing to bet that seven of our ten non-goalie players played the full 90.
0: I know at least one did. Uh, more than one. I, I said I know at least one did. Yeah. Because it was Abby McGlaren. Are you pulling I'll
1: the look. box score up? Mm. Oh, okay.
0: But the league game was very physical. She goes, I'm going to give some players who normally don't get a ton of playing time who they're gonna get some they're gonna get a chance. Yep. And Kenna Kay, you know, she's played a little bit. She hasn't played that much, but she's played a little bit, and she played the majority of the game against Shorter. She took advantage of it, scored two goals. So I'm howling for Kenna. And I'm also howling for the dang taco truck <laughs> in <laughs> <I> Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. Because goodness truck. gracious, if you don't follow Jared on Twitter at Jay Boggus, go follow him and look at what we ate on Saturday night coming back from Livingston. It was delicious
1: that's that's a good one um i was pulling up the box score to conf- to see where we were actually at with the 90 minutes because um, that's that's cool minutia, and i we love minutiae on here all right do we need to play some elevator music no lauren o'neill 90 florence pegram 90 Katherine reeves 90 delaney Keewen, 90 McGlamory 90 genasia smith 90 so six i missed it by one an excellent usage of the uh, sad trombone oh it's my time to finally someone to howl about um i'm gonna go with uh football um and we talked about them already if i had to pick a play of the game from the west alabama win i would have picked jet lee's interception and at the end of the second end of the first half so i'm gonna go with jalen lee as my someone to howl about i thought that Completely changed the course of the game. If they go up fourteen to six, like I said earlier, I don't know what happens in the game. Um, but I think that play changed the game, and that is my first someone. To howl about and since everybody else got two, um, I guess I'll go with another one, and I'm going to go with David Dean, the all-time winningest head coach in nice. uh, UWG history. There
2: nice, go, look at that. All right, so but I didn't get. Yeah, to- go ahead. Go <laughs> with your second one. So in 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 our in our world, we were we are often referred to as a Swiss Army knife. Yep. And uh, and we've got somebody in our world that is is I believe right now probably an eight function Swiss Army knife not up <laughs> to the thirty three, um, but uh, but he's doing a fantastic job and I'm I'm proud of, of his effort over the weekend and that'd be Bryant Derricott.
1: Yeah, Bryant Darcott. I think he uh, goes by Cool. I think that's what his friends call him. Cool. Even
2: yeah. though he's not cool. But it's with a K. I think Cool with a K.
1: Yeah. Uh, so we've got at least if I can remember this, we've got Trenton Jackson and Bryant Darcott. Kenneke Kenneke and and Taco Taco Soguero. No free ads. And Jet Lee and David Dean, this how is for you.
3: That almost
1: killed me with a rubber band. I think last week I made the statement that if there was ever a time for this to be a video podcast, that was it. But if there was ever a time for this to be a video podcast, that was it. We have a stack of rubber bands on our table, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea where they came from or what they've been used for. But Matt is just like fiddling through him and stretching one out on his hands. You know, he's got the fidget spinner of rubber, rubber bands he has on his hand. And as the Wolf Owl's playing, it fires off of his finger and hits PBG in the face. And that's not even the best part. The best part was Matt's face. He thought he had killed him. Oh, man. And, and Matt is the, he's wearing a red pullover. I'm being very descriptive. And the, you cannot tell a difference in the color of his face and the, and the color of his pullover because he's laughing so hard. What wow. a day. What a time to be alive. Petition to make this a video (laughs) podcast. Holy cow. It's a great time to take a break. We are going to take one, and when we come back, we'll be joined by the all-time leader in career starts for UWG soccer, our captain, Genesia Smith. You're listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced. What the hell? We're back here on What the How. PBG and I are now joined by the captain of our soccer team who also happens to hold the career record for most matches started. Janasia Smith, welcome to What the How. Thank you for having me. Um, let's start off, PBG, with a question that I am sure a lot of people have wondered throughout your career. And you probably know where we're going here already. Um, how does someone from Tacoma, Washington end up in Carrollton? Tell us a story of how you ended up here playing soccer at UWG.
3: Um, well, basically, I was kind of late in my recruiting process in high school and deciding that I wanted to go out of state. And so then I took it a step further and was like, I don't want to be on the West Coast at all. So I was sending my highlight tape out. And for some reason, only schools in like Georgia, and then one school in Alabama, a random school in Wisconsin, and then Delaware, those were like, the states. And then when I came on my visit to West Georgia, it was just like, everything lined up perfectly. I had a a good practice with the team. Um, I toured the nursing school. They were very nice, very supportive of student-athletes. And um, I met, you know, some lifelong friends. So it was really nice. It all worked out.
1: Well, there you go. I had not actually heard that full story. <laughs> I, do you have family in Atlanta? No, no. Okay, see, I had heard at one point that you had family in Atlanta, and that's kind of how you found us.
3: They left. Oh, okay. They literally left, like, so my, you, after my freshman year. So you
1: had family. Yeah, I had like, okay. one cousin that okay. I had
3: known from when I was little.
1: Well, I'm glad we could clear all that up.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so being a student athlete mm-hmm. and then on top of that being a nursing degree, mm-hmm. that's one of the most difficult degrees you could probably get at this school. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how difficult was it juggling being, you know, so, so successful as a student athlete but also being successful in the classroom?
3: Um, At first it was definitely a challenge. Um, there is – really nothing like nursing school and so I went in thinking that like my past study habits were gonna be able to just get me through and then that first test comes around and I'm like oh man I gotta do something I gotta <laughs> change some things up and so you know that was a learning curve but um I just I feel like I have a really um just I can adapt really well to challenges and I've learned that about myself. And so um, you know, just staying staying with it, keeping my head down and just grinding it out every day and reminding myself of what the end goal is really got me through it.
1: And the end goal was a degree which you obtained in last spring, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I love using that button. <laughs> um, let's talk about the league game last Friday night. Um before we talk the results though. Uh, During pregame, you were presented with the plaque uh, for setting the all-time starts record. Did you know you were about to break the record? Is that something you were watching? Did you have any idea?
3: Um, I knew I had tied it before. Though the the weekend before, Mm -hmm. I was at 70 games, but I didn't know that I was gonna get like a an award for it. (laughs) I thought it was just kind of like, "Hey, you did it," and then I was gonna be like, "Yeah, woo!" and then that was it. Yeah,
1: how special was that moment where uh, you got to get the plaque and be honored in front of your teammates, in front of your fans, and I'm sure your family back home was watching as well.
3: Actually, um, my one of my uncles. Drove up from Florida and surprised me that game. Oh, wonderful. And so he was there. Um, Coach Stacy had told my parents that they were going to be presenting me the award. And so they were watching in. My cousins were watching in, my grandparents. And so it was very, even though they weren't there physically, they were there in spirit watching me. And so I just felt like all the love and all the support.
1: Well, I don't know if anyone told you, but it, the way it went down was not how it was supposed to go down because <laughs> of the referee delay. But it still yeah. was a really cool moment. I
3: it was. It was. I appreciated all the work that went into it.
0: Yeah, but now onto the results of the game. You had the big equalizer in the 82nd minute of that contest, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's got to feel good to finally get a positive result against that team in Lee because five out of the six times you've played Lee in your career, it's mm-hmm. been a one one goal margin. Mm-hmm. So uh, talk about how good that felt. If it was a satisfying feeling or what?
3: I mean, it was great. Uh, Lee Lee rightfully so. You know they have a lot of respect um, in the GSC and then just in the nation. But with that, they they kind of come with a cocky presence, and so I mean we were playing really well on on Friday, and so it felt really good to see them sweat a little, <laughs> because in the past, you know, we've been close, you know, it's only by one goal, but they're still they still would carry themselves like they had it in the bag, and so on Friday it was like no, they knew we had some coming for yeah. them, so
1: yeah, I actually told uh, Bryant in the press box. We were trailing at this point, mm-hmm. but we were still pressing, still mm-hmm. playing well. We had a ton of opportunities, and I told him, win, lose, or draw, this is the best soccer game I've ever seen us play. Mm-hmm. And I in it. And then we got the tie, and it made it even that much sweeter. So yeah, thanks for uh, making everybody feel a little better <laughs> with that, that late goal. Um, two more home games this weekend. What are we looking at with Delta State and Mississippi College coming to town?
3: Um, so they're both really good teams, but in their own way. Um, Delta State has a lot of international – Um, players that are very technical. They like to move the ball around. And so um, we really just gotta try to disrupt what they wanna do on the ball, rush them, um, force passes out of bounds, you know, make them speed up their speed of play. And then with Mississippi College, that's just a kind of similar to Lee. They're very physical, they're dominant in the air. Um, They just bring like a lot of strength and physicality to the game and so we have to be ready for that. And be prepared to beat them on the ground and, um, you know, finish our chances. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Mississippi College is another one of those that we've been so close to Mm -hmm. so many times. Especially last year. Yep. Yep. I was there last year. Um, And I remember a Gulf South Conference tournament game that we were leading one to zero for a long time. I think this was prior to you arriving. Um, Actually, I know it was because it was a previous coach. but we led for a lot of the game, and then they end up scoring a late goal to tie and then an even later goal, I think, in overtime to win it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that was brutal. So yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully we get some positive results on Sunday against yeah. the Choctaws.
0: So, before we move into our last segment, which we discussed before we started, uh, let's talk about your nursing degree. What's what's on tap for after you leave here um, in the fall? Are you going to stay around here in Carrollton, or are you going to go back to the state of Washington? What's what's on tap?
3: Um, neither of those things. Not going <laughs> back home, not staying in Carrollton. I want to move closer to Atlanta. Okay. Um, I've been in contact with some of the major hospitals out there. Um, I'm hoping to get on some kind of cardiovascular floor. Um If the ICU is presented to me, I would definitely take it, but um, just being a cardiac nurse is my first choice.
1: So cardiac Mm -hmm. is is your number one. Yes. I always find it interesting that, you know, you have one degree in nursing, right? Mm -hmm. There's not like special. Yeah. But everybody has their own specialty, specialty, their own niche that they want. Mm -hmm. Um, I always find it interesting who's thinking what and where they want to go. So that's the first time I've ever heard I want to be cardiovascular. So that's cool. (laughs) All right, let's transition to a fun little segment we call Who the How, where we ask you a few questions about your teammates. We've got five questions, okay? First one, who on the team is most likely to grab the microphone on karaoke night? jade butcher jade butcher jade
3: butcher oh my goodness that girl is always singing we'll be sleeping on the bus i'll be in a dead sleep and then here she go hitting the high notes (laughs) i'm like girl
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, i should have said before we started these questions if the answer to any of these questions is janesia smith oh you can answer yourself okay so if you would have grabbed the mic (laughs) that would have been okay to answer yourself um second question brian
0: Number two is who on the team is most likely to go on a reality TV show and win the whole thing?
3: Chansley Book. Chansley Book. That girl is smart. She's <laughs> um, she's always at trivia nights. Um, she's the queen of trivia. So if it's anything like that, she's winning it. She's taking it home.
1: All right. So on Friday, I'm going to bring Chansley Book a random trivia question Do before it. the game and see if she can get it right. She's
3: going to get it right. I
1: hope she listens to this so she, she <laughs> yeah, knows I know, me too. <laughs> go. Yeah. Um, All right, number three. Who on the team most likely to oversleep and miss the bus? Janet Hartman. <laughs> Janet Hartman.
3: <laughs> I don't even got to think about that one. <laughs> um, every time we got something early uh, to do the next morning, Coach is like, Janet set five alarms. Somebody called Janet in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> uh,
0: who on the team has the best Coach Stacey Balem impression?
3: Oh.
1: Oh, she's thinking hard on this
3: one. That that one is hard. Dang. It might it might be Jade again, but when Alyssa Amaya was here, oh, yeah. she had I remember party. when she dressed <laughs> up as her for Halloween. Yeah, that was good. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, last one. Which teammate is the best chef? Mm, ah. <laughs> you wouldn't eat any of them's food?
3: Um, you know, I really don't like tasting other people's food. <laughs> but I will say, you know... I live with Hillary. I'll, I'll give her a shout out. she would be, she be cooking up some stuff. There you I'll go. I'll be cooking up some stuff sometimes, but that's all I know. I Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, well, Janacy, thank you so much for taking the time to come join us on What the How. Uh, we really appreciate it. Looking forward to the second half of the season. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after a quick break on the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever produced What the How?
2: Now, back here in Studio 262 to wrap up the show with this week's preview. What a great time uh, to sit down with Janacea and talk about her career in Wolves soccer. And it, all right, now we've had a lot from like, from overseas and things like that, but in the States, is she as far away as anybody else has ever been? I
1: don't think we've had anybody from Hawaii or Alaska.
2: Yeah, yeah. So probably. So, yeah, she's, she's, uh, because she's from Tacoma, uh, Washington. Tacoma, Washington. Wow. That's a, It's a a long way. It's a long way. Yeah. We're glad she's here, though.
1: Yeah, that was a great time to sit down with Janacea. What a great interview. What a great representative of this university Uh, she has been and will continue to be um, after she wraps up her career this year. Um, Enjoyed having her on the show. All right, let's talk this week in UWG athletics. We're all watching Hurricane Ian. We'll start with that. Um, So that is bearing down on the uh, southeast. So whatever we tell you now, Weather could change. It. It's tentative. It's tentative. Yeah, uh, but today men's golf is finishing up the Cougar Invitational down in Columbus, and women's golf finishing up the City of Spirit Fall Classic in Cleveland, Tennessee. What a great name! I, I, I I'm, to be honest with you, I'm tired of typing it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, go to UWG. What, what
2: was that? What is the City of Spirit? Cleveland? That is Cleveland. Must be the city with spirit. City of Spirit. So if we have another tournament, we have to call it City City of Dreams, Dreams. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what it's, Absolutely. It's um,
1: but go to uwgathletics.com. Check out the scores and the recaps from those tournaments. We'll have um, all the final results this afternoon on uwgathletics.com.
0: Friday is going to be a big day for the women's soccer team as They host Delta State at 5 p.m. here at home at University Field. From here on out, the schedule is does not get any easier. Nope. We've played some hard teams, but they get just as good as we go through the rest of the schedule. So for the remaining, what do we have? Four home games. Yep. Four we home need, games, four road games. We need all the support at University Field on Fridays and Sundays for this soccer team. They have a real good chance of possibly hosting a tournament game, and that would be fantastic. Would that be the first time in school history? It would be. Well,
1: depends on technically. You, depends on if you count the point, spring yeah. twenty twenty one. I yeah. don't count it.
0: So it would be the first time we host a real GSC tournament Correct. game at University Field. So come out support for the remaining four home games that you can. We're at we're hosting Delta State five p.m. on
1: Friday. Yep, volleyball makes the short road trip up twenty-seven two shorter for a six p.m. start in Rome on Friday night.
2: Absolutely, and then and then on Saturday. We, there we know we know as of the recording of this that there's going to be some movement in the in the rankings. So correct. we, we don't know exactly where we're going to move. Uh, there's a potential for us to be up into the top five uh, this week. so that that would be exciting. But homecoming against Mississippi College, 6 pm on Saturday. Lots of things going on. The homecoming website uh, is f- chock full of events that are going on throughout the week. It's going to be a great week on on our campus. Lots of things uh, to be a part of, and and uh, great to be a part of this university. So 6 p.m. Saturday, Wolves versus the Choctaws.
1: Also on Saturday, volleyball volleyball will be up the road. At Lee, that's a 2 p.m. first serve in the city with spirit. Uh, That's Cleveland, Tennessee, if you weren't listening five minutes ago. Um, But volleyball wrapping up their weekend at Lee on Saturday.
0: And then Sunday, soccer wraps up their four-game homestand as they host the Choctaws of Mississippi College as well. And that one will be a 1 p.m. start.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Mississippi College's sports information staff stays over uh, to Sunday's soccer game. I did the same thing last year. Let's see if they're as dedicated as me. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Is anyone as dedicated as you? I doubt it. Maybe Cody Clark. All right. So, yeah, busy week, like we said, for UWG Athletics. Again, uwgathletics.com. You can get all the schedules there. If there's any changes with the weather coming in from Hurricane Ian, It'll all be posted there and on social media, so make sure you stay tuned into
2: that. All right. The biggest gift that anyone can give is of your resources and your time. You've spent your time today listening to Jared PBG and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given her your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the program, and we are grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. It is the final week. We are there. There is a battle brewing, gentlemen. There is there is a battle brewing in the crowdfunding campaign. Make sure you are going to UWGathletics and find the crowdfunding link, uh, because because there is a huge battle. Whatever sports you prefer, whatever sports you support, um, go go and give them uh, go go and give them a few dollars, because uh, there is there is a big battle brewing. So, uh, but this is the final week of the crowdfunding campaign, and we're looking forward to to what's going to happen next.
1: For sure. Follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
2: at UWGAthletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It's, the, it's your game program in the palm of your hand. Uh, just uh, all you got to do, go to your app store that supports your phone and uh, and look for UWG Game Day Experience and download the app and uh, you will have everything in the palm of your hand.
1: And if you enjoyed what you've heard on this episode of What the How, be sure to Go to Apple Podcasts, find us, and leave us a five-star rating and review, and we'll give you a free shout-out. Just like that. Simple as that. Just a free shout-out. Yep. Just a free shout-out. Anyway, we appreciate you listening. I am Jared Vargas. I just work here. I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. I'm PBG from AOB. Next week, you shall hear Jared say. Thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia Wolves podcast ever
2: produced. What's how?